What's going on everyone and welcome to Ramblin' Gamers, episode 30. Today I'm here with Adam and we are going to ramble on about the latest video game. If you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ramblin' Gamers. We've also started streaming on Twitch. You can locate our streams at twitch.tv slash Ramblin' Gamers. And if you are liking our content and would like to see more, please share this with a friend so we can can continue to make content for everyone. I've never realized that's a bit of a tongue twister right there. Yeah, it is. A lot of a lot of C's being thrown around. Um, but before we get into the news, uh, you know, like always, what have you been playing, Adam? I don't think I've really had much chance to talk to you about this, but I am almost done with Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow, you're mainlining it then, aren't you? I am mainlining it. Yeah. There's a lot um, of side quests, and the side quests are um, definitely like the weak part of that game. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Like, I, I kind of go and do something if it's, like, lore-based, because I'm really into, like, the world and, like, the history of everything. But um, besides that, I just kind of skip people that need help and don't explore too much. Yeah, that that's one thing I'll say about the game, is the main missions have, like, for how basic the gameplay is, I feel like the main story of that game are, like, the missions have... It's a good variety. Like, you're not... It doesn't feel, like, too repetitive, I'd say. But the mm-hmm. side missions are incredibly repetitive. Yeah, um, that's why. Like when, I, if you remember correctly, like when you were kind of like watching me play, I said I was just going to do everything, and I kind of just stopped doing side missions toward the end unless they like interest me, interested me, because it was just kind of like, um, you talk to this person. Oh, you need help tracking this person. So you go and you go and find like the first place they were, and then you you do your little thing and track them further, and then you end up so far away from where you were. Just gonna do like a quick side mission before you hit like on the way to your main mission, and mm-hmm. now you're like two miles away. <laughs> yeah. So, but how are you liking it? I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, I've been enjoying the stealth stuff. I'm not usually like a stealth guy, but um having a lot of fun doing like the bandit camps and there's even some moments in the main story where they kind of drop you in like some settlement that you have to stealth kill a bunch of stuff um Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you don't have to stealth like you can go in there and brute force it if you're good enough um which is a cool option that they don't force you to stealth but i think the stealth in the game is a lot of fun yeah that i didn't mind the stealth in it i'm uh, typically with the bandit camps i would just go in there arrows of fire and Mm -hmm. um because that, that's just you know that's more my play style I, li- I like that thing but i completely agree i think that the playstation studios for the most part their games give you in their they're like open world games i guess give you they don't treat you like a baby they kind of let you do what you want that's one thing i really liked about last of us part two is like if i'm pretty sure other than like the the main missions like the cutscenes and everything you can avoid killing people for almost the entirety of that game which is kind of like you uh, i don't think you can go on like a pacifist run because they're like cutscenes where you kill people and like Mm -hmm. you can't avoid that obviously but i don't know it's a a cool uh, and i think that that's like definitely like the future of games like these just full stealth games like assassin's creed and ghost of tushima kind of (laughs) suck yeah they do um trying to think about it i haven't had a whole lot of time to play i've been just playing you know mass effect and i i don't have much to add other than like the world is incredibly interesting for them to like create it all on their own you know it's not based on books Mm -hmm. so it's so cool how how far are you are you still just in the first game 
yeah, I'm still in the first game, and I'm probably, I'm like, I don't know, I don't like to set deadlines for me to finish games because that's like mm-hmm. stupid. But because of like my internship and everything and just working, I'm like trying my darndest to finish Mass Effect One before June 11th when Ratchet and Clank comes out because I'm mm-hmm. going to play Ratchet and Clank like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and just be done with it. I'm sure because mm-hmm. I, I'm like that excited to play it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I and I, like I don't want to start Mass Effect two because I feel like that's the one I'm really gonna get into because like people have that on like their favorite game of all time, mm-hmm. and like I don't want to start that and then like put it to the side to play Ratchet mm-hmm. and Clank because that's I'm like for sure going to do that because number one it's I I like to try and stay up to date with games like that for our show and mm-hmm. like Ratchet and Clank is one of my favorite series of all time so. Mm-hmm. But um, just so you know, if that weekend is the beginning of E3, so you will probably have to be pulled away from that game for a little bit. Um, well, there's nighttime. Yeah, I just <laughs> might not sleep. Uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, well, um, actually, we probably shouldn't be spending too much time dilly dallying here because we missed last week because of not enough news only for the very next day, f- the entire gaming industry to um, have some sort of event <laughs> this week or announce some some sort of news um mm-hmm. but we have uh, right now seven stories for you some some biggies in here too we're just going to start it out with you know this is pretty relevant to adam the horizon forbidden west presentation if you didn't catch it playstation had a state of play for the sequel to horizon zero dawn on thursday where they had like 14 minutes of gameplay and then like six minutes of like the developers talking and things like that um adam give me what are your initial thoughts just on the on the like the gameplay that you saw um the gameplay looked really good um Mm -hmm. you know like i'm currently playing the game so immediately see like things that make the gameplay better and like things they added um like new ways to play with like you know like the glider Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild style, um, like other just kinds of weapons and stuff, and then like the environment. I really liked the environment, um, the, the more like tropical stuff, and it's kind of more in your face. Like, hey, you're in San Francisco, um, yeah. So the kind of the um, like the thousand years in the future apocalypse kind of stuff is more in your face, which is definitely one of my favorite aspects of the story. Um, so that all looks super cool. Um, and so this is going to be kind of my uh my shit take here i know uh and i don't fully like believe kind of behind what i'm about to say but um it's still just kind of a thought i had i don't really understand what the point of this presentation was if they weren't going to have a release date um you know i was kind of thinking the same thing when uh, there's been just so much speculation about this game not coming out this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I have... I, I think I look at these things a lot different than other people, where... I feel like the one that's being talked about a lot now is, like, God of War Ragnarok. Being... Mm-hmm. Wh- whatever that title may be. Because um, I know there was news about what its title um, is. So, I'm just going to call it God of War Ragnarok. They have a 2021 release date. And everyone's saying that because we haven't seen anything from it, there's no way that they, that game's coming out in 2021. Do they... Uh, the thing that confuses me about that is we didn't really see anything... We, well, not really. We didn't see anything for Miles Morales. 
before <laughs> June. We didn't see anything from Demon Souls before June. We didn't see anything from Sackboy before June. When those games all came out, games all came out this holiday when they said they would. Mm-hmm. So, and I know people are like taking into account more things like like COVID. And COVID had an effect on it. COVID had an effect on those games as well. It's a bit different because those games were clearly towards the end of their development cycle, whereas God of War Ragnarok would have been kind of like in the middle, like just finishing out like the middle section of their development cycle, I guess. Mm-hmm. But tying that back into Horizon, because that just seems like it went on a tangent, is that PlayStation said that this they expect this game to come out in 2021. They hadn't given us any reason why it wouldn't. Like, just because we haven't seen gameplay, I just kind of push that to the side. And, you know, sometimes they only show stuff like three months before the game comes out, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But them not giving a release date but showing gameplay from it kind of gives me a reason to believe that this game isn't coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Th- that just seems like a strange one to me, and I I don't think anyone was necessarily looking for an exact date. No one was like, oh, it, 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 let's look for like November fourteenth or whatever. All they could have, all they needed to do with it was throw on like a holiday twenty twenty one or yeah. like September twenty twenty one, whenever it was coming out. No one needed yeah. a, an exact date, and to not or get say that like, was a bit strange. Because at the end, when they were they were talking like. They just kind of said, like, yeah, there's no release window. I feel like if it was coming out this year still, they would have said, like, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have just, like, said yeah. that, but but they didn't. They said, like, nothing about its release. And again, like, yeah, I know. Like, people wanted to see gameplay. Um, I enjoyed watching the gameplay. This game looks incredible. Um, I just don't understand what the point of them doing, like, a 15-minute showcase two weeks before, like, all their big news blowouts to just not have, like, a release date for this game was. Yeah, it was definitely confusing. You want to hear what I genuinely thought this state of play was going to be? What? I thought that they were going to show those 14 minutes of gameplay, give us the release date. I personally thought that it was going to come out in September or October mm-hmm. because, I mean, we just look at last year, for example, and PlayStation released like two of their biggest titles in Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima in june and july if i remember correctly uh but Mm -hmm. in the summer months where it wasn't competing with those other big holiday releases i kind of expect them to continue doing that type of thing and them getting in in october and just in october in september or october you're missing you're like you're missing the competition of the holiday season where things like halo i know it's on game pass but halo infinite um uh the annual call of duty the annual sports games uh i think battlefield 6 is coming out this fall as well and then whatever nintendo's doing as well so Mm -hmm. for them to just slide horizon in september or october when although like horizon zero dawn's a great game um, it might not do as well compared to some of those other ones i just said because those are just annual and evergreen (laughs) titles that we expect to come out but and then I thought, like, the last, like, six minutes of the presentation, I, like, I genuinely thought that they were going to tease more God of War. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I really did, because huh. I'm a believe <laughs> I'm a genuine believer that that game is coming out this year, because... Yeah, but, uh, go ahead. I don't know, I feel like they were upfront that they were just showing off Horizon Zero Dawn, so... All they said was 14 minutes of gameplay, and then six minutes of other content. I'm pretty sure that's, like, uh, just about, like, exactly what they said in their blog post. Oh. And I was like, six minutes of other content, like, what, like, 
I don't know. Why didn't they just say like six minutes for uh for a quick word from Guerrilla Games developers X Y and yeah. Z or whatever? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we're gonna get God of War. So I was definitely disappointed to one not get God of War, although I like wasn't heartbroken about that because like I was. I mean that that's still like pretty optimistic for me. But to not even get a release date for this like beautiful looking game, I haven't even talked about my thoughts on it yet. The game looks incredible. It's just like that tropical environment. I a part of me, I, I completely agree that that us like when you see the the Golden Gate Bridge, like you know you're in San Francisco. That's a big thing missing for me in Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Is like, like I know it's America because they say it's America, but I want to like see things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, like you were in like the rocky mountains in montana no yeah so i know it wasn't like <laughs> there wasn't anything like crazy you could have like pieced together but um. yeah i know but th- like they have they are there's red rocks in the first game but it's like you have to like find it it's just like something you scan you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah where if they like didn't say it was america like you wouldn't know and i understand that it's in like a, a not urban area but it's i i guess what i'm saying is it's going to be cool to like know where you're at mm-hmm. in this yeah. game um, the tropicalness was cool. It was definitely not something I was expecting because I guess it's kind of weird to think about that. I don't know what San Francisco's like vegetation would look like because there's buildings there. Like, would it be tropical? I don't know. I'm fine with it being tropical. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the like for all the positives that came out of this, we got a grappling hook. That's awesome. We got the little parachute. That's awesome. We got the underwater looked beautiful. I hate underwater levels, but man, if they look that cool, I think mm-hmm. I could have some fun with it. The the facial animations, I don't know if you've noticed this in Horizon Zero Dawn. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It looked better here. Yeah. But now, that no release date's a bummer. Now, here's something else that's kind of a bummer for me. This wasn't anything about the presentation. It's just in general. This game's coming to PS4 too, correct? Yes. I feel like it's it's holding it's going to hold the game back. Yeah, I that's a big thing is like I think they had said when Horizon Zero Dawn came out that the reason you you can't like override any of the flying ones is because the PS4 couldn't load in like chunks that fast to like for you to like fly around and like be cuz you'd begin you're going to be like so far up that you're going to be able to see way more of the map. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't it, like it just wasn't powerful enough to load it all. But with, yeah. like, SSD and everything, I was thinking, like, my initial thought, I was like, oh, like, hopefully we'll be able to override, like, whatever the flying machines are. I forget their names, but um, that, that for me, is a bummer, but that's, like, something I can, you know, I can suck that up because, like, I understand that there's still, like, 100 million people out there who only have, like, a PlayStation 4 and I want to play this game. Yeah, and like you know, accessibility and all that. But I just feel like it's it's I don't know. Just, I, yeah, just I get what you're saying. Games back. Yeah, I don't know. I I get that. Um, but overall, I know it kind of sounds like we've we've been bumming out. But the presentation was good. Like the game looks incredible. Yeah, I'm it was super excited for whenever it comes out. Um, but we're gonna move on to our second story because holy crap, we're 15 minutes into the show. And we have a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we were we more can s- rapid fire a lot of these, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Switch Pro rumors were coming out uh, f- full uh, in like full force. What was that? Like Wednesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some leaks that some leaks from credible people as well that said that it was going to be announced 
either Thursday or Friday, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. But the big leak was that it's going to be announced before E3, so that way other the developers and publishers who are making games for the Switch Pro can show off their games at E3, as opposed to, you know, because Nintendo's probably going to go, like, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, when, like, other mm -hmm. developers have gone before and won't be able to, like, say their game is coming to the Switch Pro. Adam, mm -hmm. what? just give me All your right, thoughts here's... on this. I, I know we've talked about this a lot, but... Mm -hmm. So, Nintendo's presentation is going to be on Tuesday, if it's, mm -hmm. like, if it is how it's always been. Um, like, obviously, I could be wrong, because I haven't, like, confirmed anything, but, like, they've always been, like, Tuesday at 12. Um, I think, like, this is very, like, possible. I'm not surprised that Nintendo would announce the revision, like, before E3, because usually when there's, like, revisions to, like, the, the DS or the 3DS or, like, the Switch Lite, they just, um, they announce it in, like, a press release, where they're just, like, this is what it's called. This is what's different. This is what it costs. This is when it comes out. Like that, that just kind of, um, that kind of thing. So I feel like that's what they would do here. I feel like a lot of people are going to be disappointed if this isn't as like as big as a revision as they think it is. Um, I know, like I, I say it every time, like a Switch Pro comes up on our podcast, but I really think it's just going to be like, just you know, like a normal Switch with like maybe better controllers, better battery life um and like nothing like too crazy that would probably warrant um developers to like go out of their way to develop different games for the revision i think that's kind of what we see with every like mid uh generation cycle upgrade though is like mm -hmm. it's, it's never too big it's just like kind of like quality of life improvements i the thing with the switch pro that i think if they do, it will be like people will think of it's think of it as being successful. Is and you're gonna get people who like have a, like a day one who got a day one switch to go out and get one. As if they fix the Joy-Con issue, that mm -hmm. for me is like they like uh, the, that's gone on for too long. Like they need to fix that. If in handheld they get rid of like the the little black border around the screen and make the screen bigger, I think. Mm -hmm. That will be like a game changer. A better battery life is a game changer. Bigger, like a, a larger storage. I like. I know an SD card isn't like a big deal or anything like that. And I know you have one, and it's super easy. But mm -hmm. like, that's like a big deal as well. And then just having like better graphics on dock uh, while it's mm -hmm. docked. Like, yeah. if I think like 4K, you know. Uh, I don't understand people's obsession with that because, like, I, I would love to see the amount of people who want 4K but ha and like also have a 4K TV. I feel like it's probably not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. But those aren't like n none of what I just said is like completely unrealistic or like out of this world, like a crazy demand. But it would still be enough to get for people to go out and get one, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But here, here's something about um, this statement. I think it was Bloomberg that said mm -hmm. like that this was happening the key statement for me was that they said that this model was going to replace not yes. be like a new model on the market it was going to replace like the standard model for 300 dollars, which to me doesn't seem it's going to be um 
anything I, like I, super crazy like 4k or vr or anything like that i i know what you're referencing and what the, i i think you i think you're like misremembering it's going to be more expensive than the 299 and they're just gonna phase the 299 out so that means like the baseline switch is mm. going to be like 400 dollars instead okay it, it, it's like replacing that still gonna be like more expensive that's kind of i feel like an l for nintendo because i feel like a big part about the yeah. switch is how cheap it is the switch Lite is still going to be a thing as far as i'm aware mm -hmm. and re just remember these are all leaks but i yeah, yeah, yeah. think I, I agree with what you're saying is that i you know it, to me it's a i wonder if they're considering phasing out like the the 299 version because of the chip shortage because I think having like all three of those versions, like those three models, is like perfect, man. That's like, I I don't know. Like I feel like the Switch generation, if they had all three, could be could go down as like one of the most like impressive console consoles of all time. Like having their budget version for maybe people getting into gaming for the first time or people who know they aren't gonna ever have it docked in the light. Then you have like that middle version, which is still like perfect and plays like Breath of the Wild great. It plays Super Mario Odyssey great. You can dock it. And then having like the the more expensive version for people who want to play docked in 4K for like the two percent of people who who have like a 4K monitor or TV. Like that's perfect. I I don't know why they take out the middle one. Doesn't make sense mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones who have all the numbers behind it, though. It's it's really easy for us to sit here and say, you know, it doesn't make sense when they have like the research behind it. Yeah, interesting. But, to say. I I will say, at the time of recording this, it is six o'clock on a, on Friday. Um, so I feel like the rumor of it being announced like soon, being a couple days, or untrue as they probably won't announce it saturday or sunday or probably not even monday since it's a holiday in america um well yeah it, like it's for sure not getting announced tonight when we're recording it because like what time is it in japan right now um it's like like 5 a.m or 7 a.m yeah so i mean i guess i guess we, we could maybe see it in the next few hours but probably not um but uh, i wanted to i kind of wanted to shift to this other question though is that um, it's it's kind of two is if this is coming out this holiday, which has been heavily rumored for the last few months, and especially with this big Bloomberg article, what games do you think Nintendo's going to have shipping with it? And just in general, maybe not this holiday, do you think there's going to be any Nintendo Switch Pro exclusive games where you have to have the the upgraded version to play them? Um, and what game? I, mean, I guess I'll let me finish that question. And what games do you think they would be? Okay, so. Um, you just hit me with a lot of questions. Okay, so first, let's start with the first one. What I games wonder, do you think could ship this holiday? I them? wonder if they're going to double dip and do Breath of the Wild 2. Like, say it's coming out, like this is coming out like September, October, November-ish, and then I wonder if, like, all surprise, like Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out, and they're going <laughs> to double dip with um with that. Uh, but, but they'll kind of show, like, hey, it's going to look better on this new Switch. Um, that's kind of um it's kind of a selling point um other than that i don't know maybe something they unveil at e3 um what else did you ask <laughs> do you think there's uh, going to be like any exclusive exclusives. games to it um and, like what would they be that's going to depend on like any like features like say it has like 
it's like VR capable. Like, of course, Nintendo's going to develop like VR games for it. But if it's just like graphical and like 4K, I don't think Nintendo's going to like go the route to be like, you can only play it on like the more powerful revision. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be some like third party developers, um, maybe like games that they're developing for like Xbox Series X or like PS5. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, now the Switch, like Pro model, is like capable of also running this game. Um, they might do that, but I don't think like Nintendo would go out of out of their way to like alienate people who didn't don't have the more expensive model. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I I'll just uh, I'm gonna just touch right off on what you said is that I would be surprised to see Nintendo do that, especially with the chip shortage. I've said that three times already. That's that's our phrase of the day. Um, because these are gonna be hard to get. They're gonna they would be hard to get anyways. But like for example, like a Breath of the Wild two that releases this fall with it would absolutely suck to be exclusive only to like the Nintendo Switch Pro because mm-hmm. I mean there's already like nearly a hundred million people who have a Nintendo Switch who are e- super eager to play the sequel just to be like no sorry like only the ten million people that were able to get their hands on it can play it and you're gonna have to to wait until you get one um that would suck so i if it happens i don't think it's if i first of all i just don't think nintendo will do it i can see a third-party developer who wasn't able to put their game on the nintendo switch or it would have been like too much work so something like um some like open world game so maybe like an assassin's creed you know maybe that could come to the switch pro Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um but in terms of like what games I think we could see this fall, I- I'm gonna like you know try and keep it tame because I do have some E3 predictions I've been stirring around in my head. Um, but I do think I'm I do think the Switch Pro will come out this fall, and I think Breath of the Wild will come out like the same day for it and like the base version of the Switch. Okay, so you're back on the Breath of the Wild two this year train. I am. Yes. Yeah. Just because I, I like the more I think about too. it, that game's been out for so like the first one's been out for so long, and they've been probably working on this one ever since they finished the port to the Switch. Like five mm-hmm. years, like come on, like you've ha- you have to have it for Zelda's anniversary, you know? Mm-hmm. It's only um, been four years since it came out. Um, but yeah, what did I say? Five. Oh, but God. you have to think about it because. Skyward Sword was 2011, and then Breath of the Wild was going to come out in 2016, but they delayed it to 2017 to be on the Switch. But then they're they're re they're reusing assets. It's a sequel, so it's yeah, not like yeah. they're they're making everything from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't yeah, take them like as a, long. Yeah, like a four year development cycle for. I a feel game like four years scope should be. Yeah, and uh, like it's, I feel like it's one of those things too. Like even with COVID, like Nintendo had to have been pouring so much money into it to get it out. Like I feel like it's like in vitally important for it to come out this year. Like it's gonna sell re- well regardless, anyways. Mm-hmm. But for it to just have it come out in the thirty fifth or is it thirty fifth anniversary, right? Yeah, you know, it, have it ready for that. Like, come on. Um, yeah. on the topic of that though, I just think it's funny with our first two stories is that, um. We kind of saw this in 2017 where Horizon was a great game, you know, and then like a week later, Breath of the Wild came out and everyone forgot about Horizon. Do we think that's going to happen again with both of their sequels? Um, probably not. <laughs> um, 
I dude, it'd be so funny. I wonder if the reason we didn't see like a Horizon release date is because they're waiting to find out when Breath of the Wild Two is coming out. Yeah, I I would feel kind of bad if that were to happen, especially because this like from what we've seen of Horizon Forbidden West, it looks like a massive improvement. Um, with mm-hmm. like the you know the fourteen minutes that we saw, which isn't a whole lot, but like I, we really only have positive things to say about that presentation, other than like the no release date, but. Just for like, it would just suck for Breath of the Wild to come out right after it again, and just for everyone mm-hmm. to like for forget about it. When it, in yeah, fact, yeah, the Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn is like a great game, and yeah, sure, it, it might not stack up to Breath of the Wild. It's just you know them them getting them being open world like desolate games kind of in with like bows in it. Like they're like somewhat similar in in the games. It's just Breath of the Wild did it way better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, it, it is. We'll have to see what happens, though. I think we'll get a lot of answers here come come E3, uh, especially from Nintendo's side, not so much Sony's. Um, but we're going to move on to our story number three, and I'm going to, you know, let Adam take it away. Yeah, um, so three and four, there was a Dragon Quest presentation on Wednesday, and then there was a Sonic presentation yesterday where they announced new games for their respective anniversaries. Um, I watched both of them. They were both uh, pretty good. Um, they both had a lot of stuff to show, but I'm going to talk about my highlights from both. You you, um, you didn't watch I watched them, the Sonic correct? one. You watched the Sonic one. Mm-hmm. Um, so then for the Dragon Quest one, they did have, um, I think they showed off like six games, um, but the highlights for me are Dragon Quest Twelve, which is like the next mainline. Mm-hmm. game um and from what we've seen it's more um i want to say like adult oriented but that sounds like it's going to be like <laughs> yeah like like adult humor kind of stuff because i'm so used to like talking about cartoons that are like adult oriented um but it's less like you know dragon quest has been like big towards like kids and like family friendly but this one looks like it's going to be more like brutal and like action based and like darker mm-hmm. tone and stuff yeah adult oriented um, yeah, yeah. Um, but the big, the big takeaway for me is they're remaking Dragon Quest three and the style that they used for um, uh, Octopath Traveler. Yeah, okay. you, you know what that game looks mm-hmm. like, like the two D mm-hmm. sprites with like the three D yeah. environments. Um, so they're remaking Dragon Quest three in that style. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about these games, but I did see images of that, and it did look like really cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested in that. And then um, the the Sonic one. Oh boy, I actually have some thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, so, like you know, real quick, the three games that they showed off were Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is uh, a remaster of Sonic Colors that was on the Wii, Sonic Origins Collection, which is a collection of Sonic One, Two, Three, Knuckles, and CD, and then a new game called Sonic Rangers that they didn't really show a whole lot of um so what were your thoughts man so my thoughts were um you know before i even touch on like the important parts of the presentation i thought the olympic thing was so funny like i just love how they started out with two like awful things of just it's just like this realistic looking olympic game with like not the great greatest graphics and then you just see like this big old sonic running around it looks Mm -hmm. like just like a person in a sonic costume um it was just funny to look at and then just to be like the the hospital game as well mm-hmm. it's just like imagine you're like you know on your deathbed 
you know, there you just had you just broke your leg into like twenty pieces, and someone the nurse is like the doctor will be right with you, and so you're just there. You you wake up from a slumber because you're so sore and tired, and your leg just hurts, and all you want to do is nap, and you just see like Sonic and Tails, like looking at your X-rays and stuff. I'd be terrified. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that that joke um, must have just fell flat. Um, no, Sonic, it, it was funny. No, no, it's okay if it wasn't. Um, I'll just edit it out. Um, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Colors Ultimate looks lame, dude. I'm sorry if you like that game. It, it really? just looks kind of boring. Yeah, like it looks fun, but um, it's like people, nothing I'm eager to get. People think that Sonic Colors is um one of the best like 3D Sonic games like the past 10 years. That's I mean, that's not saying a whole lot to be fair. Everything I've that heard from true. this game is just, just like you know there were other games that are better from it. It's but this like this isn't like the worst one. It's like a slightly above average 3D Sonic game. Mm-hmm. So what I, about the other games? <laughs> um the Origins looks fun. I'm yeah, sure I was. I'll that, really like that. That was the biggest disappointment for me. Because that I was mean, the biggest was, disappointment. Yeah, there were there were rumors of um like a Sonic collection, and I was hoping they weren't gonna bundle all the like old Genesis games together again. Because like those are re released to heck, dude. Like you can already get one and two on the Switch, and CD used to not be re released a lot. But it has recently, past few years. Um, and I think the only takeaways are like three and Knuckles. Um, I think this might be the first time that Knuckles has appeared on a collection. But three, three is kind of rare to be in a collection. So it's kind of cool. But um, I probably won't be picking this up because I've already played all these games. And I'm, I don't know, I was just kind of disappointed. I, I was hoping there were other like other Sonic games. That they could compile that I could play in my Switch. Yeah, you see, I'm I have never played them, so I'm excited for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then, and one thing I want to say is that is they Sonic Rangers they came out and said that the name has been changed. Who knows if it's true or not? So as yeah. of now, it's still just an untitled Sonic 2022 game. I wonder if they got mad that people figured out the name so easily, and they're like, "Well, that's yeah. not the name," and yeah, they're changing we're, it right we're now. We're changing it. It's actually uh, Sonic uh, Officers. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it, it's it with like teaser trailers like this, and especially someone who's not super familiar with Sonic, anyways, or at least the Sonic games. Um, I like. I hope it's good. Like the the CGI trailer looked cool. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but I don't have like too much to add other than that. Mm-hmm. Like I can't complain that they're making a new game, but the track record with um mm-hmm. their mainline Sonic games has not been very good. So it's hard to be uh, optimistic about it when they haven't shown off anything. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to ask you this because this was a big old discussion on Twitter um, from the kind of funny games, their, their whole group in their podcast. And they got into an argument about what was more popular or like like as a as like a, a franchise and a character taking everything into account um video games merchandise any other type of media for it and they were comparing the legend of zelda and sonic and 
the argument was getting thrown around about like whose games are better, but the, the it finally ended on like no, it's not whose games are better. It's just like what's more care, what's more popular as like a as like a IP. Mm-hmm. And I I want to hear your thoughts on this. I I so I, I would assume that you have like the right point of view on it. Yeah. So here here's what's up. Zelda's always been popular, but it's like the most popular it has been like now. Like, it's only, like, recently, I'd say, like, like past, like, 10, 15 years, where it's really become, like, a huge, like, franchise, where they could really sell, like, merch and stuff, and you'll, like, nine times out of ten, like, people will, like, know what Zelda is and stuff. Um, Whereas, like, yeah, it was big, like, Ocarina of Time, like, Twilight Princess and stuff, like, people who played games, like, loved Zelda, but it, like, wasn't as, like, well-known. Whereas Sonic pretty much like ever since he was released has been like a media icon outside of games. He had comics, he had TV shows. Um, he had like McDonald's toys, Burger King toys, like the people knew who Sonic was. So I, I would say Sonic. And I completely agree. I think like once you, it, once you can set aside just like, you know whose games are better because I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's even like the biggest Sonic fans probably aren't going to come to the plate and say like no the Sonic games are better than the Zelda games. Mm-hmm. You know I I there are a couple hard headed fan, fans like that who would, but I think everyone can agree that the Zelda games are better. But that's not what the question is. The question is like what's more popular, and we're talking about the Legend of Zelda where like. You know, it's the joke that people don't know who the main character is. And while it's a joke, I do think that rings true with people who don't play video games. Where if I show them, like, a picture of Link, it's going to be, like, hit or miss if they even know who Mm -hmm. it is. And, like, even if if they have, like, a guess of what it's from, I still feel like they're likely to say Zelda. Or at least, like, not likely to say Link, you know what I mean? Or if I show them a picture of Sonic, they're going to, like, they're going to know who Sonic is. It's just like over the course of time, you know, it's it's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, not like Mario and Link. You yeah. know what I mean? And there's a, a movie with Jim Carrey, you know, mm-hmm. like Sonic is definitely more popular. I just wanted to make sure you were on the right side of history. I actually um, FaceTimed Kristen, my girlfriend, to see if she was on the right side of history. Um, do you think she was? I, I'm going to say she was. I have faith in her. Yep, she said while she's I think pretty close to what she said is while I like the the Zelda games more, Sonic is definitely a more popular character. And I was mm-hmm. like, cool. Good job. Yeah. Um, but we can move on to our fifth story, which is Uncharted 4 is coming to PC. This is a little rapid fire one. Uh this is this is awesome news for people who don't have PlayStation and really only play on PC, because the Uncharted games are awesome, and I hope to see more PlayStation games going to PC. Because it's cool for people to get to experience fun single-player games, which I would say the PC um, P- PC kind of lacks in that. Because I think the best yeah. ones come out on PlayStation and Xbox, more recently on PlayStation. Um, and they've been pretty um, gung-ho and not re- <laughs> releasing games on PC up until probably Horizon Zero Dawn last year or the year before. So mm-hmm. it's cool to see them starting to do that. Kind of surprising it took so long when there's so many people who are eager. I'm sure when this comes out, it is going to be like the highest selling game on Steam for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. We can move on to another quick rapid fire one. Guardians of the Galaxy 
there is a Guardians of the Galaxy game reportedly in development from Square Enix, those idiots who made that Avengers game, that trashy Avengers game. Adam, what are your thoughts on this? They're going to fuck it up. Um, so here's my thought on it, is if they are just going to release like a single-player game of Guardians of the Galaxy, I trust Square to do that. They you were know? supposed to do that with Avengers, and they made it like a, a freemium game with a bad story okay but there's definitely more of a focus on avengers on uh, michael transactions and things like that and it being like a live service game Mm -hmm. whereas like do you think they're going to learn like people don't like avengers like uh, i guess we should start it out do you trust them to make like a good single player game just in general of like no. But, so um, you don't trust Square Enix to make a good single-player game. You're out of your mind, bro. Well, they they do, but I feel like the only track record they have is with Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. Which and King, just like people has really their... like Kingdom Hearts, too. The people... Alright, we're, we're gonna get into something. Uh, people really like Kingdom Hearts because they liked it as a kid. <laughs> okay, but... The, that doesn't the make interest... the story bad. But what I'm saying is that people still buy those, like, people as adults still buy those games, even though, like, like, the last one had, like, Minnie Mouse running around with, like, I don't know, I don't even know the characters in that. It's such a cluster. Yeah. But, like, Square Enix is, like, and they made the the Tomb Raider games that, um, you know, didn't blow anyone out of the, out of the water. The first one was quite fun. The second one was alright. You know they, what I mean? They made, like, like, the, like, the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, like, those ones? They didn't okay, so they didn't make Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They made the first two, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider was made by and oh. the studio that made that was Crystal Dynamics, the one the people who made Avengers. Oh as well. I didn't know that. So if they had if I'm telling you, if they had just made like a like a single player Avengers game and put all their focus into that, it would have been good. Yeah, I agree, and they didn't do it. So that so if they do it with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like it's gonna be good. I mean, like it's uh, we don't know for certain, but yeah. Okay, I don't know. You're being such a baby for no reason, dude. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're like, dude, it's gonna be bad, and then I explain it to you like a little baby, and you're like, yeah, it'd be good. <laughs> They're gonna fuck it up, okay, dude. Like that's companies fine to like say. this. They never learn. They never learn. I don't know. It's not fully true. It's not fully true. I mean, we saw learn. EA like the worst of the worst release a bunch of terrible Star Wars multiplayer games. And then as soon as they make their first single-player game, like, it's a hit. hmm So they learned. If they can learn, I'm sure Square can learn. Square is, like, yeah. like a very well-respected video game company. Yeah, they are. I don't know. I, I trust them. I trust them. Oh, did you see that Um, Squadrons is the PS Plus game? Oh, my goodness. That's not even on our list. Yeah, so Star Wars Squadrons. Um. I don't remember the other two. two other games are, are your PlayStation Plus games of the month, but um, are I'm you excited, excited to play Squadrons? Yeah, yeah I, I'm certainly excited for it. it. It sucks it's been on Game Pass for so long and I haven't been able to play it. Um, I hope there's a, a, enough audience to play with. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm excited. I don't think it's going to be a game I'm going to spend a whole lot of time with. It's you know a forty dollar game, so I'm glad I'm not going to be purchasing it because I don't think I get mm-hmm. forty hours out of it. Yeah. 
But all right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up, dude. I'm sure we've been talking for like an hour. No, 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 not quite. We're only at 45 minutes, but All right. our final story of the day, but probably before this weekend, and we get more of a, a whole onslaught of news that we're going to have to push off a full week. Um, and, and I guess before we jump into the story as well, I'm just going to let everyone know that if there's like a lot of news for us to talk about, we will release like more than one show a week. We've already like talked about it a little bit. So like, don't fret. That we're gonna like jam pack our shows around E3 is because if mm-hmm. there's like enough, you know, we'll do like two episodes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we're we're talking maybe like a separate show for predictions and then um like the the following week. I I wonder if we'd have to um because then like the last presentations are gonna be like on Tuesday. So I wonder if we'll have yeah. to push something out Tuesday night or maybe delay it till Wednesday. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. If, I mean, if there's enough between like Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday for us to do like a show a day, you know, mm-hmm. d- don't be surprised if you see like three episodes back to back. But just know that we're not going to shove like Microsoft, Nintendo, and like Ubisoft and Square and all uh, Namco Band or wait, what is it now? Bandai Namco mm-hmm. and Capcom and Sega. We're not going to shove like their entire E3 presentations into like a 45 minute show. If mm-hmm. there's like enough news to make it like a three hour show. Yeah, it's gonna be so. crazy. And also um Loki's starting that mm-hmm. week, so there's yeah. gonna be a matinee for sure. Yeah, so you know, definitely keep an eye out on our socials. We need to you know, it's that's probably my fault. I've definitely like dropped the ball on that. Because yeah. like it's it's very like you know, just you know, please share with a friend because sometimes it's like pretty upsetting to like tweet and the only people to like it are me and adam on our personal accounts yeah um, it's a bit upsetting to see it so you know share us with a friend and things like that but let's move on to our seventh story and that's mm-hmm. the confirmation that bethesda and microsoft are sharing a presentation their wording was a bit strange um you'd think after purchasing a seven and a, a company for seven and a half billion dollars you wouldn't like continue to keep them separate you know what i mean yeah um, so I don't know why it was even worded as the Microsoft and Bethesda conference. It's just the Microsoft conference <laughs> because they own Bethesda. But mm-hmm. I still think it's one of those things because of Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. And um, just with Bethesda having such like brand rec- recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like they're going to they're going to keep them separate. Like say Microsoft before would kind of have like an hour and 20 minute slot to show stuff off. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if maybe that now Microsoft's doing like a two hour slot and maybe like the first like 30, 40 minutes is going to be like Todd talking about Bethesda stuff and then they're going to go into like Halo and shit. Yeah. You, you I, know what I'm saying? Like, like, like there's no, still I, probably going to be presentations agree. just like, you know, butt to butt. It, to me, like the crazy thing about this, and I know we've talked about this before, is just like Microsoft could, would have like the main stage for like an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Bethesda would do it. And it's yeah. like Microsoft purchasing Bethesda, there's still like an hour worth of news out of Microsoft and Bethesda. And like, how are they going to do that? Mm-hmm. And I just think like the best way is for Microsoft to just have like a two hour presentation and not just like shove a bunch of stuff within like. A few minutes or i mean you could also look at it as, as instead of like microsoft showing off like what they're doing like two or three years in advance 
they can just talk about like the next one to two years because between all of microsoft's first party studios and then throw bethesda into that as like more first party studios because they have like seven that come with them as well there's like Mm -hmm. definitely enough games coming out of them for the next one to two years to fill up like a one hour thing but if they're going to talk about like the games into the like three or four years into the future as well they can for sure fill up two hours it shouldn't be a problem at all just from bethesda we know we're getting starfield and elder scrolls you know what i mean and then um machine games has another wolfenstein and the indiana jones game mm-hmm and then there's other ones I'm, I like can't even think of because they have so many. And that's that's not even get, getting into what we know is coming out. We know we're getting a Forza. We know we're getting a Halo. We know we're getting a Fable. We know we're getting some other games that I can't think of off the top. Psychonauts. We know we're getting Gunk at some point. Yeah, I mean they're probably going to show off um, some sports game too. Um, but then you also have to wonder, I dude, I they're probably going to have like Deathloop and like whatever sony's doing like Deathloop probably won't they make an appearance to. i don't know dude i i don't know they if microsoft have, would want they have to what's the point like you you want to sell that game still like that that money's coming to you that's true there's not like there's like you might if, if you're gonna look at it that way you might as well just like not advertise it at all anymore and just say like that's a that's a sunk cost that we're gonna uh, cover uh that'd be dumb dude. and especially with like i feel like phil's phil spencer's attitude is just like yeah, he's excited to have all these Bethesda games be exclusive to Microsoft platforms. But yeah. at the end of the day, like he does seem like someone who he is fine like honoring the contract and he's like okay with like PlayStation people getting those two yeah. games first and yeah. they want to do well still. Of course, but you think about like the draw of these presentations is like you sit down and then they're like, "Hey, here's all these games that you can play on Xbox consoles." And then there's going to be the one they're going to be like, well, actually, you can't play that in our console. That's a PlayStation exclusive. I 100% agree that it's like awkward, but I still think that they they like need to like stick it. You, you will obviously wouldn't stick it at the end because you're going to have like your big thing at the end. Just like stick mm-hmm. it like in the, in the middle of two like big things, and it's like in coming to PlayStation, and then like say the amount of time it's going. That's like one thing we never get out of like timed exclusives they never they're never like upfront with hey it's going to be on playstation for like a year before it comes to xbox they should have that information now and they should be able to say it because bethesda is their company just say like hey Deathloop and ghostwire tokyo play them on playstation this fall or whatever they come out and play the play them on xbox on game pass like on this date like a year later however long it is I wonder if they'll go sleazy with it and just not even say it's coming to PlayStation. Like, say Deathloop is coming out. Didn't they say it's coming out like October or something like September? I think October? it's October. Yeah, it's something. So, like that. so in- instead of that, like, I wonder if they're like, if they're like Deathloop <laughs> on Game Pass like early 2022, like something like I don't that. Think like, so, don't even man. Skip I don't the PlayStation thing. That'd be funny. It would be funny, but I don't feel like Mike. I feel like if it were the other way around, I could see Sony doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But at the end, like. You know, the thing is, is like without ignoring all these console war people and things like that is like the most important thing is that like game, the games that are coming out are good because the developers on whatever side of the, the the party you're on or whatever platform you prefer is if like a game on another platform is good. It's just going to push everything forward because people are going to try and emulate like that quality. So I don't know. I'm like super excited to see what happens with this. It's like we've never seen anything like this before, so I'm like stoked. Yeah, 
the time will tell for sure. And that'll be an interesting one. Did they say when their presentation was going to be? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Cool. Sunday. I, and I don't remember the time, but it's, that yeah. would be the 13th, I, June 13th, I believe. So uh, I'm like definitely like excited. I'm just super excited for E3. It seems like it kicked off this week. And <laughs> the crazy mm-hmm. thing is, we like, there's people have been, we haven't really even gotten a whole lot this week. Like, like in terms of like compared to what we're going to get at E3. You know, because mm-hmm. we didn't get like a whole lot of we haven't really had any. Correct me if I'm wrong. We haven't had any like Nintendo like news news. We've had leaks that we've had for a while. No, I will say and, usually the pattern is um, the Pokemon company likes to talk about Pokemon games before E3. Like mm-hmm. you won't see Pokemon games oh, dude, we with Nintendo at about E3. Pokemon. Yeah, they they showed the box arts and the release dates. I wonder if we're going to have to save that because usually like a week before E3. Um, Pokemon does their own presentation where they show off their games and then they don't have an appearance at E3. It's usually the pattern. So that's probably what's going to happen is like sometime in the next week and a half, we're going to see more of those Pokemon games that are coming out, which we did already get release dates for them. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pulling up the release dates right now um, just so um, that way we can include them. But uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl um, is coming out November 19th. And so, you know, you, you stall for me while I look up the other one. How excited are you for this? Um, I'm excited. I feel like RCS is coming out really soon. Like, I know they said early 2021, but it's like it's coming out like at the end of January, which is like January 28th. Yeah. I'm stoked. <laughs> In stoked. all honesty. Yeah, like I really mm-hmm. am. Are you, um, as of right now, without knowing like the big differences between the games, are you a Brilliant Diamond or a Shining Pearl guy? I'm whatever one you're not getting. Because <laughs> so I I'm, know that's how Pokemon... You're going to get Diamond, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to get Diamond, because that's the one I had as a kid. And this is, you know, for me, I feel like they're going to market it to me as like the nostalgia trip. So I feel like I got to get the one I had as a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just going to get Pearl, because I don't have that nostalgia. Yeah, um, you don't get, you but don't I get like, the shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> not about the nostalgia thing, just because I didn't play them. But like, I understand. I like, I kind of understand like how it works, and that um, if I get the one that you don't have, our legendaries are different. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, but we we can trade and complete our Pokedexes. Mm-hmm. So, um, without me knowing anyone else who plays Pokemon, like I would, and I know you're gonna have friends and everything who are gonna get Pearl probably anyways. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter which one I get. I'd be able to get the legendaries anyways. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably just get Pearl. I don't like being someone who's like, this is my first Pokemon game. Like, I don't really care. I just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I, I like I, I'm sure like you can tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong, but I'll have fun playing. Like, it's the same game regardless. Yeah. Yeah, so. they are the same game. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked and I'm super stoked for um arceus as well our Ar- Ar- arceus um yeah, we're gonna touch on something super quick as well i have to pull it up from our show that we were going to release but we didn't end up doing it and that is the final fantasy ro- um souls like game yeah 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 coming out. Um, that is reportedly exclusive to playstation 5 it's just a leak as of now but i think it was you know planned to come out at e3 be announced at e3 do you have any thoughts on that um, I'm excited to see what it looks like. Um, you know, if if it's if it's uh, true, you know. But um, 
yeah, I'd, I'd be excited to see more of it if it's just supposed to be like an action um final fantasy game without like the churn-based rpg elements but still kind of have the rpg elements that like bloodborne or dark souls would you know Mm -hmm. it's crazy to me just like how what's the word i don't know i feel like souls like games shouldn't be as like profitable as they are like it's surprising for me to see companies like looking at making them especially like sony who now has will have demon souls in this one reportedly being exclusive for mm-hmm. a company that's like so fixated on releasing like surefire money makers and it's just the fact that these are like one of them because it kind of like alienates a lot of the like the the I don't know, like your your customer base. Where it's like, here's this game that like you need to be good at to play, and we're not going to give you any options to make it easier. But like, here's like this hard game, and like if you're good at video games, you're probably going to enjoy it. Which is like, I'm fine with that type of thing. Like I'm all for accessibility, and I think there's like a good you know mix you could throw in there for it. But in saying that, you like, do you understand what I'm saying? Is that like, um, not really. It just sounds like you're whining because you're bad at video games. No, I'm not whining. I'm I'm just surprised that like they are as profitable as they are, because like there are going to be people who don't buy these games just because of like they hear how hard they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, like seeing someone like Sony who like has come out and said that they don't like releasing new IPs because they aren't gonna like they they typically don't make as much money for them to go out here and make like a, a put money behind these games that are going to be exclusive that are hard and that less people are going to buy simply because of the fact that they are hard and that's what the whole gameplay design is that the game is hard yeah that, but then think about like, think about the people who like enjoy the challenge and enjoy hard games and aren't gonna go no, buy yeah. ratchet and clank because uh-huh. they're like too easy no, and I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's like Ratchet and Clank is like, I haven't played no, it, no, so no, I, no, I'd I, imagine I, it's like, it's very accessible, so there's not... Yes, that's, uh, I'm yeah. not, like, disagreeing with the fact that, like, Ratchet and Clank is 100% easier than those games. But yeah. what I'm saying is that, like, I, in my, in my personal preference, and, like, I would imagine that more people will buy a game because it's hard than not buy a game because it's easy that's true you know what i mean i agree with that because like there's going to be people who are like really good at video games and like super stoked to buy dark souls and demon souls and bloodborne and this fantasy uh what final fantasy souls like game Mm -hmm. but will still enjoy like playstation's linear adventures or like ubisoft's like open world things you know what i mean but like people who enjoy inherently enjoy like ubisoft's open world games aren't necessarily going to enjoy these games these souls like games because like they might not be able to finish them or even get very far into them Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm just saying like sometimes i'm surprised at like how popular it has become to make these games they've been popular for a long time i know i know it's just like i feel like i feel like they've because of like I would say like Dark Souls three is like what really kicked off like the um like a lot of people made like trying to make these games. I feel like Dark Souls one was the kickoff. Like there was Demon Souls, but Maybe, then Dark yeah. Souls 
Dark Souls yeah, was yeah. like crazy, and like people were drawn to it because it was hard. Like people liked mm-hmm. like the challenge and like being good at the game. Yeah, I, like I see what you're saying. I, I guess like what I meant by Dark Souls Three is that put it more in like the mainstream like video game person's eyes. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like Dark Souls Three is like what like I didn't hear about Dark Souls until Dark Souls Three. Really, that's surprising. Yeah, yeah I know. It's such a hardcore gamer like me. <laughs> I probably would hate those games. <laughs> Actually, wait. Can you finish them? If you can finish them, I can finish. That's like my rule for things. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played them, but I, I want to play. I want to play Dark Souls, and I want to play Bloodborne, and I want to play Sekiro. Yeah, like when you when That's you had told me that it took like sometimes when you tell me how long it t- took you to finish a game, my only goal is to like beat it faster than you why <laughs> like when you said it took you it, like it took you like 40 plus hours to finish cuphead that was like my goal to beat it in less than 40 hours which i did you did i don't remember yeah. how long it took me to beat Cuphead, but i did struggle with that game a lot in all honesty but um, mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a tough game man it wouldn't surprise me if you know you decided to never even try a souls like because of it that's not true i like hard games um no, i'm just messing with you <laughs> dude i'm i'm the opposite i'm playing like these games on on playstation um that you've already played and i look at like how long it took you to play the game and like i see like um like it, it took me like a little longer to beat i'm like yeah i just enjoyed the game a little longer yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's however you want to look at it i guess <laughs> I I know Horizon Zero Dawn did not take me that long to finish. That game probably took me like twenty hours. Yeah, I think I'm like at twenty hours. But to be fair, I've like sat on my phone with the game on for like an hour. Well, to be time. like, and to be fair, you have to think about it too. Like, you're enjoying it more than I did as well. So, really, I thought you loved this game. No, that that's my joke is that you were taking long to play it. So you oh, were enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. No, I, I do love Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, you know, we've been rambling on. We were we finished our seventh story and then said like two or three more after, and now we're over an hour. So we're gonna end today's show, and you know, yeah, just keep an eye out on our socials because we're gonna be probably uploading like crazy here over the next two or three weeks, or probably a a little bit closer when we get to E three. But um, yeah, just just keep an eye on. Thanks for listening, and um, show up on next Sunday for a matinee where we will probably just be previewing Loki and what we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And among other things as well, of course, there's going to be other news to talk about. But um, And then if you don't want to do that, catch us on next Tuesday for uh, probably another onslaught of video game news. But until then, gamers, catch you later. See you.